You're listening to Sunny Side Up, a bite-sized podcast that brings you real-world insights, which help go-to-market professionals evolve and stay up to date on the latest trends. Join us as we share best practices and proven techniques from industry experts and practitioners. I'm your host, Mithul Shah. Today's episode is made possible by Demand Matrix. Demand Matrix helps you complete your data stacks with technographic, intent, and revenue potential data to help you accelerate revenue. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sunny Side Up. I'm your host, Mithul Shah. Today, I'm super excited to talk to Jyoti Kukreja about a unique framework for data analysis. Jyoti heads the Advisory and Marketing Intelligence Partnership at Hotspot. Prior to that, she led business development and product management function at Nutanix, VMware, and Cisco. Jyoti is passionate about digital transformation and the subtle art of deal-making, scuba diving, and works for Akshay Patra Foundation. Jyoti, I'm really excited to talk to you. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Mithil. Very happy to be here. So Jyoti, you know, in a pre-interview conversation, you know, Mm -hmm. we were discussing about the data sources and how the data has changed, you know, over the course of, you know, course of years and and decades. Mm -hmm. Can you tell our viewers a little bit about the old versus new data sources and how the landscape has changed? Sure. So it's how we harness data that's changed along with the kind of data available. Here we're talking about uh, leading indicators, you know, like data that's refreshed every moment that tells you what is happening in that moment, and then it helps predict what should be happening in the next. So, for example, it's like uh, Google Home or Alexa. It's playing a song I asked it to play, which is fantastic. Now, let's compare that to the experience where it actually creates a custom playlist based on the time of the day my previous selection of music genres, and perhaps even the tone of my voice. For it to do so, it's got to tune into my previous requests. It uses machine learning effectively. So even if I'm misgiving a detail, AI will have that back, and then it will play the exact song that I may be wanting or even needing to listen to. So data sources, there are plenty and there are many, but it's what we do with the data that's really, really evolved now. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, right? As a business owner, you know, and CEO of Demand Matrix, I mean, we see this on a daily basis that how data has changed over course of years and, and, and decades and how this new data sources, you know, as I said, data is, is, a, is a new oil. Mm-hmm. It definitely kind of supports that theory, right? Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, data is like oil. It's like oxygen. It's like water. It's ubiquitous and it's powerful and abundant. But it's how we channel it and assimilate it that makes all the difference. Yeah, no, absolutely. So leading into that, I mean, can you talk about some of the new data sources that you have kind of seen and then importance, you know, in your uh, day-to-day life or, or in your function? Absolutely. So there are various types of data sources. I mean, there are internal and external sources. So there's human, human mobility, foot traffic, point of sale, demographic. You know, pretty much even all the websites use cookies these days and they collect information on buying and browsing patterns. And customers provide that very willingly with uh, the expectation that they'd be given very targeted and customized services. Otherwise, they just take their business elsewhere. So it's just like, you know, there's salt water that's uh, omnipresent and uh, not palatable. 
And then there is that very fresh, crisp mountain spring water from the foothills of the Himalayas. So essentially, you know what I'm saying, right? It's like data is this, it can be signal or it can be noise. And these data sources, whether internal or external, they are evolving because that's the kind of data that's being collected on a very per minute and per moment basis. Yeah, I mean, it, as I said, right, I mean, there is a, you know, we see this day in, day out, you know, as to how the data is kind of evolving. We ourselves in our business, we started with something like technographics as to who's using what technology and now intent as to who is in market for your product and services. And now it's like how much money there is on table. So this is such a fascinating and evolving journey, you know, as far as new data sources and their importance. But as you kind of rightly mentioned, right, noise versus signal. And as this data is kind of growing and, you know, this number kind of keeps changing, right? This data is doubling, tripling, 10xing every year. How do you effectively analyze this huge amount of data from the sources? And when we look at marketing, you know, or sales as a function, they may not have some of those necessary technical skills to be able to do that. And that's a great question, Nicole. So from the standpoint of a business decision maker, you know, there's a simple trick. You pick up your hypothesis and you try to look for data that actually contradicts it instead of data that proves it. But to be able to do that, you need to ask ad hoc questions. You need to integrate data from various sources. And then you need to delve into the very depths and crevices of it. So if you forget to ask something or you don't know what you're supposed to be looking at, artificial intelligence should draw your attention to it. And uh, ThoughtSpot IQ does exactly that. It gives you a list of things or a list of you know, spurious data that would have shown up and you probably weren't even looking for it and it would bring it to your attention. Very interesting. So if, if I can summarize it, using ThoughtSpot, I can analyze massive amount of data and ask ad hoc questions or business decision makers can ask, you know, ad hoc question without needing much, uh, you know, technical chops or, or technical, you know, know-how about it. That's absolutely right. Let me give you another example. So the Akshay Patra Foundation, it provides freshly cooked meals to impoverished children and families in India. And, you know, they provide like 80 million meals a day. So staggering numbers. Now, this organization's role becomes even more critical in a pandemic or crisis such as earthquake or floods. So for them to effectively provide the much needed food supplies, they need to have the managers of those local food kitchens make data-driven decisions based on, you know, are they going to get the supplies for the day? How many of their cooks would show up to work? And the same holds true for the delivery drivers. You know, these are vehicles that deliver up to 150,000 meals a day within a span of six hours, else the food goes bad. So they need to now know which are the areas that are worst hit. Is the road access open? Will they get there in time before the food gets spoiled? So as you can imagine, they cannot wait for the decisions to come from the head office because the head office may be impacted or shut. So the decision making has to happen on the very front lines. And that's the only way that it's going to be effective. Very interesting. Yeah, that's that's a very interesting example in that. So while in a pre-interview, while we were having this conversation, mm-hmm. Jyoti, you kind of mentioned about like 
you know, how do you implement this, right? So, you know, if our listeners who are listening to this first time and they're trying to, you know, figure out that, okay, how do I go and implement this? Are there any frameworks? And I was asking you this question and you kind of mentioned about this DECA framework and that mm-hmm. definitely kind of caught my eye. Do you mind explaining our, our listeners what this DECA framework is and how do you implement it? Absolutely. So DECA is an acronym as in D-I-K-A. DICA is a framework. It was coined by ThoughtSpot CEO Sudesh Nair, and it's something that we use very frequently. So as I said, D is data, ubiquitous. It's like water, D in DICA. As you move up the value chain, you draw insights from that data, and that's your I in DICA. Now, the K or the knowledge worker is frequently distanced from the data because of his or her reliability on data analysts. And these analysts are inundated with requests, or they rely on static dashboards that get obsolete very quickly. So this is where ThoughtSpot comes in. And with the ad hoc search, ThoughtSpot gives the K, that's the knowledge worker, the ones with the years of domain expertise, direct unadulterated access to data so that they can then drive data-driven decisions. And that's the A, for action. They can actually take the action. Now we go a step further and we feedback that knowledge of past actions back into the machine learning engine so that the artificial intelligence helps arrive at better outcomes. So yeah, that's DECA, data, insights, knowledge, actions with artificial intelligence. Very interesting. And how would one implement this? If they are, you know, thinking about implementing it mm-hmm. with this massive heap of data and trying to figure out the implementation or action orientation out of it, how would they implement mm-hmm. this? So, you know, companies are now more than ever, they use data to add all sorts of value to, you know, their customers' feedback, whether it's their social life enhancing people's, you know, lowering business costs and powering services and information that basically facilitate all manners of daily interactions. So to answer your question, real data always has a role to play in it. But now more than ever, it's about how those decisions are made at the very front line and not in some back office. So ThoughtSpot essentially makes it possible for these decision makers to act quickly and effectively. Interesting. In which situation, like pandemic, like COVID, you mm-hmm. know, which we all were caught off, off guard or by surprise by that, mm-hmm. would that have impact, you know, on DECA? Is this a good time for me to kind of think about this type of framework if I'm thinking about implementing it? You know, it's so I think we all agree we are in the midst of the fourth industrial revolution and there are plenty of studies that talk about the pace of digital transformation and how it's, you know, there are few digitally transformed companies or who enable digital transformation who own more market share than most of the airline companies that are out there. So it's this, the, the pace is, has been absolutely earth-shattering, right? So the success of this chapter depends on governments and companies ensuring that data is used in a way that actually benefits the broader economy, society, and even humanity as a whole. 
So it's very, very critical now, more than ever, for these decisions to be made at the very front lines and in the spur of the moment. The entire decision-making pipe has shifted. And, you know, we were talking about ThoughtSpot's ad hoc search. Giving the business decision-maker the ability to make these decisions when it matters and in a way that does not require any data expertise, you don't need to be a data analyst or a data scientist, is extremely, extremely critical because, as I mentioned, these are not just decisions that are impacting corporations, but these are decisions who are that are actually impacting the society and uh, even humanity as a whole. Very interesting. Jyoti, I think time flies when you're having fun. So thank you again <laughs> so much for being on our show. You know, I personally really enjoyed something. I, I really enjoyed this podcast and learned something new from this, about this DECA framework. I'm sure our listeners are going to enjoy it uh, as well. If they are interested in connecting with you, what would be the best way to contact you if they have any questions or if they have or to run any, any scenario by you, what would be the best uh, way for them to get in touch with you? I would love to hear that, hear from everybody, whoever wants to connect or wants to even just chat and discuss something. I am available via email, jodhikukreja at gmail.com. That's one word, uh, exactly with no, no dots or anything in the middle. And yeah, you can definitely find me on LinkedIn as well. I will absolutely look forward to connecting. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jyoti. You bet. Pleasure talking to you, Mithu. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Sunny Side Up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review us, and share these insights with your peers. Mm-hmm.